Are you concerned about some of the things you hear going on in the world? You know, maybe it's some terrorist attacks or, or maybe tensions between countries. You, you might hear of, of diseases that are spreading, like the Zika, Zika virus, or maybe even things like natural disasters. Well, we have some going on in our own country, right, with the fires and the floods. Fortunately, we haven't had any earthquakes lately. But all of those things can get you a little worried if you just focus on them. But maybe you're also thinking with those particular things, well, they haven't really touched me or affected me yet. But there certainly are plenty of other things I have to deal with. Uh, maybe some finances, or the car breaks down, or, or you get sick, or, or some problems at work, or all the obligations you have with, with school now. There can be a lot of reasons why we get stressed out over a lot of different things. Need some relief? You probably all would agree to that. We could use some relief and some help, but how do you get it, right? How do you deal with, with fires that are out of control, with terrorism when you don't know it might strike, when, when an illness takes over your body? There are some promises that can help us. As we're looking at the promises of God and seeing how they apply to our everyday life, today we have one that Jesus gives us on how to deal with the burdens of life. So let's focus on that everyday promise today. It's the words of Jesus in Matthew chapter 11 that bring us that promise. Jesus says, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. Speaking of headline news, about five years ago, the headline news was of a cargo ship that was sailing off the north coast of Wales that it had capsized. This ship had been carrying 3,000 metric tons of, of limestone, a very heavy load. But it met up with some rough seas and some gale force winds, and it capsized the boat, killing six of the eight crew members. Now, you hear that kind of a headline, and you may think, wow, that was terrible. But you might think, that really doesn't happen to me. But that's not what Jesus was seeing when he was looking at that crowd of people that were in front of him. He saw them as wearied and burdened. And the word that was used there was the word that described the overloading of ships. Jesus saw these people all overloaded with all sorts of problems. Yeah, he probably saw that their checkbook didn't balance. He maybe saw that they were having car problems and maybe some health problems. But he saw deeper than that. He saw into their heart. He saw what was really burdening them and was wearing them down. And so he gave them a promise. But what about you? You got problems? You might say, every day I've got problems. Let's take a look at some of the problems that we experience in life. I, I'm going to put them in three categories. 
The first one I'll just simply call struggles. The struggles of life that we have, you know, can be anything from all the various obligations that we have to the various schedules we keep. In fact, that word that Jesus used when he called the people burdened was a business term that simply meant you were loaded up with a lot of duties and obligations. And you probably know what that's like with work and home and kids now with starting school. There's a lot of things that you're responsible for. There's a lot that's been put on your plate, so to speak. And, and maybe you struggle with some of that. Maybe things don't get done on time or things aren't done right. Maybe there's too much. Maybe things just aren't going so well. We like to say, you know, we've got great technology to help us with a lot of that stuff today. But sometimes the technology becomes part of the problem too. You know, when it crashes or you can't connect or whatever it might be. But those are the outward things. Jesus sees those burdens, those struggles that we have to deal with. But he sees deeper, too. When Jesus looked and and saw the people and said, Come to me, you who are weary and burdened, the form of that word burden meant somebody else had loaded them up with stuff. Jesus was thinking of the Pharisees, the religious teachers of that day, and and the various laws that they had come up with and the the various rules that they expected the people to to meet. And the people couldn't keep them. Try as as hard as they could, they just couldn't keep them. And so they were burdened with that, that obligation and with that guilt. And that's what Jesus saw in their heart. Do you have struggles like that too? Or you know what the Lord expects of you, you know what others expect of you, but you fail to keep it, you just try so hard and just burden yourself with guilt. There's another problem that we sometimes experience in life, I'll just call it suffering. The word weary that Jesus used was a word that meant people who were tired, people who were sick. And we know what that's like, right? You ever get tired, get worn out? get sick, happens to us, it happens to family members and friends, people here at church, we hear some of the suffering that people go through. And we might wonder, why is that? Why why does God allow that suffering on his people? Well, the scriptures teach us that that suffering came into this world as a result of our sin. We're the ones who ruined God's perfect creation when we disobeyed God. And so all that suffering just reminds us of of another problem, a a deeper problem, a more serious problem that we all have, and that is sin. That's a burden we all carry. The psalmist described it with that word. He said, my guilt has overwhelmed me like a burden too heavy to bear. We were all born into this world with sin, with a sin nature. And that has weakened us so that any time there is some kind of a temptation, we're weak and we fall. And so we carry that burden of guilt in our life. So what happens when you have all those struggles and that that suffering and that sin? Well, you get worn out, don't you? I mean, maybe you try harder. Maybe you look for solutions to overcome those things. But finally, that all wears you out too. Those heavy burdens just become too much. Now, you know what it's like to 
be worn out physically or mentally or emotionally. Well, that happens spiritually too. And there's no real way out on our own. So, got problems? Yeah, we sure do. Every day. Now, some of those problems we figured out how to handle. If you're sick, you know, go to the doctor, get some medicine, or maybe you have to have surgery. If, if you're having trouble with your finances, well, maybe you've got to tighten up the belt on your spending. Or maybe you get another job that provides some more income. There's some problem with getting work done. You find another way to schedule things, or whatever it might be. We have ways to deal with some of those common problems that we go through. But not every problem can be solved that way. Let me go back to the story of that ship. When they did their investigation on why it sank, they found out it was overloaded. And there was that bad weather. And the combination of that put some stress on that ship. But the real problem was there was corrosion in the hull of that ship. They weren't doing the routine maintenance to make sure the ship was strong. It was an inner problem. So when we become overburdened in life with the struggles or the suffering, remember sometimes it's, it's that inner problem that really is the problem. And, and, and we might try, you know, to say, I'll do better, or I'll do this, to make ourselves right with God, but that doesn't work. And that's why we're burdened and worn out. Now this picture is one of the survivors from that shipwreck. He found the life raft. He found the life raft and was saved. That was the only thing that could save him. There's only one thing that can save us, and that's Jesus. And he found us. Listen how God reminds us of who he is and how we should respond with our burdens when through the prophet Isaiah, he spoke these words. Do you not know? Have you not heard? Has it not been told you from the beginning? Have you not understood since the earth was founded? He, that is the Lord, sits enthroned above the circle of the earth, and its people are like grasshoppers. He stretches out the heavens like a canopy and spreads them out like a tent to live in. He brings princes to naught and reduces the rulers of this world to nothing. No sooner are they planted, no sooner are they sown, no sooner do they take root in the ground than he blows on them and they wither. And a whirlwind sweeps them away like chaff. To whom will you compare me? Or who is my equal, says the Holy One? Lift up your eyes and look to the heavens. Who created all these? He who brings out the starry host one by one and calls forth each of them by name. Because of his great power and mighty strength, not one of them is missing. Why do you complain, Jacob? Why do you say, Israel, my way is, is hidden from the Lord, 
my cause is disregarded by my God. Do you not know? Have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He will not grow tired or weary, and his understanding no one can fathom. He gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. Even youths grow tired and weary, and young men may stumble and fall. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not go weary. They will walk and not be faint. Do you hear what you have? Not problems every day. You have God's promise every day to help you with the burdens of life. And the first thing to note is, who's doing the talking? We'll do the complaining and the comparing, but God does the promising. This is Jesus, our Savior, who's talking. Listen again to what he says. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, For I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. See all the words I highlighted in yellow? The first person pronouns we call those. Jesus is calling our attention to him. Listen to him. Look what he is saying. He is giving to us a gracious invitation. He invites us to carry his yoke. Now, you know what a yoke is. It's, it's one of those wooden bars, you know, that put two oxen together to pull a heavy load. That is, they're working together as a team to make it happen. But Jesus says his yoke is different. It's light and easy. You see, what we need is perfect obedience to the laws of God. We can't do that, but, but Jesus has done it with his righteous life. The payment that has to be made for our sins is our life. If we give that up, how do we live? Jesus gave up his life as a ransom for our sins. And he took up that life again with his resurrection to show us that death has been defeated. And that's our guarantee of eternal life. So remember who's making this promise. It's Jesus our Savior. Let's look at that promise now. It starts with a gracious invitation. He simply says, come. He doesn't say, here's what you must do. Here's the list of 10 steps to bring relief into your life. No, he simply says, come. A gracious invitation. Now, you and I probably have gotten invitations to things before, like to weddings or parties or whatever it might be. You know, we get invitations in the mail to come to the opening of a store. We get invitations to come and buy some new product. When we get those invitations, we probably evaluate, do I want to go to this? Do I, do I want to buy this or that? Can I afford it? And, and we'll make a decision on that invitation based on what we think. 
That's not the way it is with Jesus' invitation, though. His words to come to him have the power to convince us to come forward to receive his grace. To simply listen, that's all he says. Listen and learn from him about his mercy, his forgiveness, his love. He says, take. Take upon ourselves his yoke. He'll, he'll place it there. A yoke that's fitted perfectly for us. And that taking simply means to trust. Trust that it's all handled. Trust that he will be there and will bless. When I was preparing this, I was reminded of a story I heard some years ago of a missionary who was translating the Bible into the language of a tribe of people in India, I believe it was. And he was trying to find a word in their language that he could use for faith. Now he noticed that the people of that village would often have to bring things into the village that they needed, the various food or other items or, or, or wood, and, and it was carry, they would carry it on their back. You probably have seen pictures, people carrying these big heavy burdens. But all along the roadway, there were these rocks. They would come up to the rocks and they would simply lean back and rest the burden on that rock. That missionary said, that's the word for faith, a resting rock. We have burdens to carry, but along the path of life, God has given us Jesus to rest our burdens on him. Now, why does this promise work? It's because of the gracious solution that he also offers. He says, for I am gentle. Jesus was not a a demanding teacher like the Pharisees of his day, saying, you must do this now and you must do that. No, it was a, a gentle encouragement and leading and feeding by the Savior. And he was powerful. Remember what Isaiah said before? He's the one who has stretched out the universe. He's the one who created all of this. Jesus has the power simply to speak his word like he did to that centurion servant and provide the the healing that we need. He says he will give us rest. That word in the original language means stoppage. We still may have to carry that illness. We still may have this or that obligation to work out. But he said, I'm going to stop your worrying. I'm going to stop all the fears and the doubts because I'm handling it from here on. That's a promise we need every day because we have problems every day. Let's be reminded what Peter urges us to do to cast all of our cares, all of our anxieties on him because he cares for us. Now you have to understand what this casting is like. It's not the kind of casting that people do when they fish. You know, they throw the line out and they reel it back in. No, this casting involves a cutting. Throw it and cut it and leave it there. We have assurance that God is going to take care of our problems. He did it with the cross and with that empty tomb. 
He gives us assurance of that when we come to communion and receive his body and blood in with that bread and wine because he's telling us, I've redeemed you. You are mine. I'm not letting go of you. And so let's listen to this everyday promise that Jesus gives us. Simply come and trust and leave your burdens with him. And then we can say like the psalmist does, Return to your rest, O my soul, for the Lord has dealt bountifully with you. That's an everyday promise for us. Amen.